tussled with an alligator. I done tussled with a whale. I done handcuffed lightning through thunder in jail. That's bad. Only last week, I murdered a rock. Angela Stone hospitalized a brick. I'm so mean, I make medicine sick. Last night, I cut the light off my bedroom, hit the switch, was in the bed before the room was gone. You, George Fulman, all of you chumps are going to bow when I whoop him. All of you. I know you got him. I know you got him, dick. But the man's in trouble. I'm going to show you how great I am. Hey, hey, hey. Stutter, my brother was handing. Hey, fantasy. This session, we talking touchdowns, receptions, interceptions. They got a band to kick we need that correction. Talk them out, we flexing. How many of y'all you collect? We trying to get that win to record. Fantasy, it's session. Fantasy, it's session. And we back. What it is, hope is what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy and Session the Podcast. Today is the first day of October. The first of the month. Rent is due. It's but the, the first boy, of the month. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Today. And it's football on today. Wherever you're watching this at. When you're listening to it, it'll probably be the next day. But you know how that go. Um, but if you're listening to this, make sure that's like always. If you haven't always already, make sure you comment and then tell your friend to comment and then tell them to give us some like stars, reviews. Make sure you also tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. It's Thursday night football, bro. Before the game start, Jets or Broncos, who you got? Man, I'm going to go with the uh, Broncos, dude. No, nah, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm going with the Jets. Let me start playing. What? I'm going with the Broncos. I got the Jets. I don't believe in Gase at all. He's going to wet the bed and hopefully be out, though. Yeah, I got Broncos. Ugh. I, feel like, I feel like the Jets going to find a way to mess it up. <clears throat> I think they'll lose against a rookie quarterback? Uh, I think they'll lose against... Mount Zion High School. <laughs> no, I'm just playing, but yeah, I do think they're gonna lose tonight. Oh, uh, well, I don't know. Jameson Crowder's back, but I still think they're gonna lose. <laughs> Nonetheless, Nonetheless, man. But um, yeah, man, it's another episode, week four, part two. We got my boy Tony Yo and Javar here. Like always, we wanted to go ahead and start the episode off, giving a special shout out to Brianna Taylor, her family, uh, George Floyd and his family, and all the fallen victims out there. Anybody who's a uh, Falling victim to police brutality or the uh, systematic injustices put against Black people. I want to go ahead and give a special shout out to y'all, and we go go ahead and tilt our hats to y'all. Give y'all a special eight second moment of silence. All right, man. Special shout out to y'all. Always, Black Lives Matter, baby. Uh huh. Oh, yeah, you do. It is week four, man. It's time for a little bit of the news and notes. Since the last time we potted, it was just me and Los on the episode. So I'm glad to have y'all back. You know what I'm saying? Glad y'all, you know what I'm saying, could take time out of y'all busy schedule to come swing through the session. You know what I'm saying? Had to kick some flavor in you, yeah. For sure that. All right, so the first thing we got on the list is, according to the NFL, um, everybody know about the Steelers and the Titans game. You know, they were trying to figure out a way to get it um, – and on Monday or Tuesday, me and Los talked about it. It was like, man, dang, we're going to have an extra day of football. It's lit. But, you know, of course, a lot of uh, – I think one more personnel tested positive for COVID. So, they will not be playing in week four. So, I, whatever their bye week is, I don't know if they have the same bye week. But if they do, that will work out perfectly. But um, that's probably when the next 
when they'll play. So that sucks for all the Steelers and Titans um, owners, you know what I'm saying, out there for the Derrick Henrys, the Juju Smith-Schusters, the Big Bens. Who else was uh, – Ryan Tannehill was supposed to have a good game this week. James, Jun- James Conner, Jonu Smith. All those, man, you're going to have to find a way to pivot. You know, man, we knew this was a, a possibility, man. This is the first strike of the COVID, you know. This is why we gave out extra IR spots in most leagues. It's crazy, man. We're going to have to find a way to pivot, man. But that's why we're here, man. Welcome to the session. We got y'all. Dan Quinn, the bum, said <laughs> Julio Jones is trending the way they hope as far as being able to play Monday night. So Julio's locked and loaded. Calvin Ridley is he did not practice today. What's today? Thursday, right? So he did not practice today. So hopefully we hear more about that tomorrow. Um, if he doesn't play, that's going to be a sick Ending. And we already know that Russell Gage is going through um, concussion protocol right now. So he was limited at practice today. So it's either looking like Julio and Hayden Hurst or, you know what I mean, hopefully Calvin really is better to play. That's coming as a Falcon fan because if we're going to be in for <clears throat> Vegas, well, we'll get to that when we get there. Uh, Chris Godwin and Linda Fournette are, um, again, spectators at Bucks practice today. So they probably will be out. Um, I think we all know that Chris Godwin will be out. It's really if Leonard Fournette is going to be out. Um, but we'll talk a little bit more about that at that game. Kareem Hunt with the groin injury. We talked about that um, last episode. Me and Lowe's did. Um, it's, the groin is not expected to be that big of a serious injury. So Kareem Hunt is expected to play on Sunday. So that's um, a lot of people are happy for that. Uh, Hopkins missed practice again today. That is that is scary news. Uh, we thought it was just going to be a precaution, but, I mean, that's two practices in a row. So, usually I don't really get scared until they miss a Friday practice. So, that's when the doubtful um, tag usually comes uh, after they miss that Friday practice or a limited in that Friday practice. So, you know, fingers crossed, man. We can't take too many more of these injuries, man. 2020, leave us alone, bro. Crazy, right? John Brown was back at practice today, so that is something uh, positive. Um, oh, right before we came on, breaking news, breaking news. <laughs> Alan Lazard is out indefinitely. Uh, apparently, he had surgery, and uh, nobody knew that was coming but them, and they just told us today on Thursday. So, Alan Lazard, he was one of my, uh, one of my you know, favorite starts of this week going against the Falcons' uh, poor secondary, so we need to pivot to MVS at this point. <clears throat> but uh, anybody else got anything else? Uh, that's pretty tough, man, on Alan, um, on Alan Lazard, man. He just had a big game on a, on a primetime game, too, against an NFC contender. Like, that, that was pretty, it's pretty tough, man. He was about hey. to have a great game against a uh, Falcon trash secondary. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I actually think, man. I think somebody else is going to have an even better game. Uh, they kind of, they kind of hit the scene against the Saints too. He's a uh, tight end. How you say it's Tunyon or whatever? You think so? Yeah, I think he's going to be pretty good, man. The Falcons are what? We'll get to that. We'll get to it. We'll get okay. To it. Okay. All right. Okay. Got any other news and notes before we get into it? I mean, as always, this is we're recording this on Thursday, so you know we'll wait for the Friday news to come out. Make sure you follow us on all our um. 
socials or wherever you, you know, wherever you're getting us at, you know, where you're getting it, where the sauce be at, you know what I'm saying? As always, you can always <laughs> check out our rankings, you know what I'm saying? FFNSession.com. We keep them up to date or we, <clears throat> or they'll definitely be up to date by Sunday. So you'll be able to know who we would start just in case you're not able to find us on the socials. Um, hey man, if you didn't know, we're going to keep popping it. We got, we had two, uh, top 20, uh, rankers last week. So, we clearly know a little bit of something about something. So, mm-hmm. y'all got anything else? Nah, you killing it. <laughs> hey, yo, let's um <laughs> start with the first. Let's start. <laughs> well, let's start with the first game. Um, the Chargers are at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at forty-five point over under. Tampa Bay is favored by seven. Justin Herbert, the rookie, now with back-to-back three hundred games. How you feel about starting the rookie Justin Herbert this game, bro? Uh, for this game, I might pivot pivot from uh, Justin Herbert. So far, he has thrown over 300 yards and had at least 20 fantasy points per game so far. And he's been uh, – this about to be his toughest match to date as he's uh, going up against the Buccaneers who are allowed the fourth fewest points to quarterbacks at the moment. And the Bucks' defense are second quarterbacks at a 9.7 of their of the quarterback dropbacks, which is six in the NFL, and have only allowed three passing TDs through three weeks. So Ooh. Hubert, and on top of that, Herbert has been pressured on 38.5% of his dropbacks. Stay clear from Herbert. We're about to find out what he really can do this week. Yeah, I got to sit <clears throat> for Justin Herbert also. Austin Eckler, of course, you're going to roll him out there. Joshua Kelly is the the question mark for me. Um, he had eight touches last week for 43 yards, two targets. Tampa Bay only giving up 70 yards rushing uh, per game, and they played CMC this year. How you feel about CMC? I mean, not CMC, but J- Joshua Kelly. Uh, only thing, the only upside about Kelly, everything you hit on, the only upside about Kelly is he have carried the boss uh within a 10 yard line six to Eckler's one. So there is a, a a bit of upside there. So is it a is it a high sc- they think it's gonna be a high scoring game? No nah, what I just, I think it was like what I say 40? It's gonna be a, be a 45 so no not really. Okay so he possibly may fall in there but if you if you have a better start I would pivot but if you gotta throw him out at least you got the idea that he might fall in that pay dirt. No, nah, I got him as a sit. Uh, I don't know where he's at in my ranking. He's probably somewhere in the RB3 ranking. No, I, I got him as a sit, but if they get in the goal line, he's going to get them carries. Oh, yeah, so it's so. a possibility that he can get you, yeah. you know, a little juice. But if you, especially with all the, the hurt running backs, you know what I mean? Keenan yeah. uh, Allen, 29 targets since uh, Justin Herbert has been the starting QB. He also scored last week. Uh, I'm starting him, of course. You starting him? Yeah, he's getting 36% of the target share when Herbert's in. Um, Mike Williams, I got him as a sit. He's only getting five targets. Hunter, Hunter Henry, on the other hand, 15 targets, 133 yards through two weeks. Uh, he hasn't scored yet, so that's a big thing. Um, but I got him as a start, but temper your expectations because he start. Uh, he's going against Levante Davis, who's super-duper fast. I don't know if y'all know that. He's one of the best middle linebackers out there. Um how do y'all feel about those two things, Javar? Uh, Levante uh, David has a coverage grade of 90.6. At that the fast. That boy fast. Javar, internet slow. <laughs> Start Hunter Henry because he has, like I said, got 15 targets since Justin Herbert's been out there. And um, it's going to be a tough day for the Chargers 
passing offense regardless because the Tampa Bay defense is just so good. But on the other side of the ball, I got Tom Brady with Chris Godwin out. Chargers only allowing 5.9 yards per attempt. He's a sit for me. And they played Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. But, yes, but on top of that, the Chargers defense are going to be without both of their starting safeties, as it looks like, and slot corner Chris Harris. And and on top of that, they allowed Bridgewater to complete 78% of his passes last week. And the uh, Panthers reached the end zone five or six times in the first half. I expect Bruce Aarons to air it out on this injured secondary. And therefore, I got I got Brady as like um, a borderline uh, one, but in the middle in the middle pack of a two. So, so what what, what he oh I don't got the range. So like twelve to fifteen, twelve to sixteen, seventeen range. So I, I think he can fall anywhere between there and and with and with these injuries. You know, well, him as a sit is, unless we talk about two QB leads. I'm talking about one right. QB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Fournette and Ronald Jones. Fournette, like we mentioned, is dealing with ankle injuries. Uh, Ronald Jones led the backfield 13-7 last week. Uh, I only like Ronald Jones if uh, Fournette is not playing. If Fournette is playing, I don't want none of them because none of, none of you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, he, he's, you know, with all the injuries, like we said, he's worth the start. But uh, he's going up against um, – this is your first time listening to this episode, my boy Jabari the Tuscaloosa. Look at his face. <laughs> it's cool, man. My, boy, my man ready to pop it. But anyway, the Chargers are only giving up 109 yards per uh, rush uh, per game rushing. Like I said, man, I don't want none of them if I have to because they already are stingy with the rushing. I agree. Evans, two touchdowns, two yards last week. Oh, he's about to see a double digits target. He should pull up wide receiver one numbers against that secondary. And uh, this also means it's Miller time. Miller has seen 14 targets on the year and averaged 56 yards per game. It's safe to say Miller will have over 56 yards and be a, a decent flex play. You don't think so? I'm saying sit, sit him. If you don't have to start Scotty Miller, don't. We already yeah. been disappointed when Chris Godwin was out week, whatever, uh, what was that, week two? He had five targets. Um, he had five targets last week. He had three targets the week that um, Chris Godwin was out, man. We seen it, and he had a good matchup that week. We thought he was going to go crazy against the, the Panthers. He didn't. I'm not fortunate if I don't got to. Without injuries. Hey, Tony, think- yo, what's up? Is it Miller time or what? I think I think it is Miller time, man. Hey, uh, one hey, of these times, one of these times, it has to be Miller time. And I think the time is now, man. Look, la- even last week, man, it, the production is not – it's not – Catching up to the uh, to what he's doing on the field, but like he's last week in week three, he had over 110 yards in air yards. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they're th- they're trying to get him the ball down the field. We just gotta we gotta see it connect. It's gonna connect, man. Why play the air yard? I knew he was gonna say that. I already proved my air yard theory last year. I think. <laughs> um, but Baltimore, are, Baltimore is at the Washington Redskins uh, thing. The Washington football team, whatever they call themselves, man. It's a 47-point under, over-under, so it's a pretty even score game, not too high. Uh, Baltimore is favored, though, by 13-and-a-half points, so they're heavy over uh, favorites. Uh, Lamar Jackson, of course, you're going to start up. I think the the biggest question that people have is, wh- what do you do at running back? I think we don't. We're going to start Mark Ingram. It's between J.K. and Gus Edwards. Um, running backs are averaging 29 touches against the Washington Redskins. What you do, What you think? Tony, I can't talk to you. What's up? Uh, me honestly, man. Um, 
the Ravens' backfield is quite dicey, man. Like, we got Mark Ingram getting 35%. J.K. Dobbins getting 38%. Gus Edwards getting 27%. So they're all seeing significant snaps. But just in case you you thought about what running back to take, I would still go with Mark Ingram because outside of Lamar Jackson, he leads the backfield in carries. Uh, let's see. In his first three games, he had four targets, two receptions, 22 yards, zero touchdowns. Most importantly, no drops. That's pretty big to me. And uh, 26 rushing attempts, 114 yards, one touchdown. And he's averaging 4.4 yards per clip. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty good, man. So, like, like I said, they're in a plus matchup. The uh, the Washington football team, and it's so weird to say that they're going to be without Chase Young and Matt Ioannidis. And let me remind you, they allowed the Cleveland Browns to rush over 150 yards and have three touchdowns. So it's quite possible that Mark Ingram goes out here and can can definitely does his thing. And also to mention that the Baltimore offensive line has an advantage over the uh Washington football team's defensive line. So that's pretty big. Like little stuff like that. Like because you like like they say, man, you went in the trenches. That's where, you know. If, if you had to going. choose JK or Gus, who would you choose? I, I got Gus. I'm going with JK, man. He's used way more in the passing game. Who you got, Javar? I like JK. I feel like he 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 got the more boom factor. So I got I got Edwards. Uh, Marquise Brown, we talked a little bit about him, but I think it was before the show. We probably wasn't recording yet. Like we said, he got six targets per game, bro. But I, I, I don't know. He's a he's a wide receiver three for me. Uh, he does have that ceiling to be a boom and buzz play because he could connect on one of them big plays. But for me right now, he's just a wide receiver three play with a high upside. Boom and bust, really. How you feel? Uh, I mean, I agree, man. Honestly, if there's not Mark Andrews, I'm not playing a receiver option. Yeah. For for the Baltimore Ravens, man. It's either Lamar Jackson, a running back, and Mark Andrews. That's totally it. Until we see some consistent production coming from the wide receiver group. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, uh, Hollywood does – he's averaging six targets a game. Like, he's getting straight up six. If he does something with that six, I don't know. That's if they connect on the deep ball or not. But, hey, if you have a, any other – if you have a better option or, like, a same tier with a better matchup, start that other player. Don't, don't go with Hollywood. Facts. Mark Andrews, like you said, we're going to start him. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Dwayne Haskins, he's just been playing really bad. Uh, a lot of, We expected him to be a, a, QB t- a QB2 in a lot of super plays, leagues, but sh- that just sucks. So he's <laughs> uh, uh, Antonio Gibson played 43 snaps in week two, but only 25 last week, man. What's going on with your boy? I mean, right now he's experiencing like small success. He's like, I believe he's an RB30. But then again, that's – He's not using the passing game. This is the negative game script. We're looking for Baltimore to beat the uh, the, the football team <laughs> by, <laughs> by 13 points, man. And also, the Ravens haven't allowed a single rushing touchdown this year. And trust me, Dwayne Haskins is not going to, to, to be able to um, put up numbers with Terry McLaurin against his defense, man. Like, don't get it twisted. The Ravens face possibly the best offense that we have ever seen. Like, everything works for the for the Kansas City Chiefs. They look great. They look great. You know who doesn't look great? The Washington football team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a big Antonio Gibson truther, but not against not, – not this week, not week four, man. Look for him in uh, other weeks. Try to trade for him, get him cheap, stash him because the talent is there. We just got to get him more involved in the passing game. For sure. Um, I ain't messing with Terry McLaurin either. He's my sit of the week, actually, um, yeah. if I had to sit somebody. If you have something around Terry McLaurin, if you look at our rankings, 
Um, if he has something around him, I would start them over Terry McLaurin. I think he's not my wide receiver 19. Like, uh, fun fact, man. Like, the reason why I mentioned Terry McLaurin and, like, why we probably agree is because Dwayne Haskins is literally the third worst quarterback when it comes to being under pressure. Like, his quarterback rating is 35.8 so far in 2020 when he's under pressure. And then not only that, Tory McLaurin did most of his damage from the slot last year. He ran, like, 4.36 yards mm-hmm. per route run, and but he's only seen just 21% of the snaps there. This year, tight end Logan Thomas leads the team in slot, in slot targets at 15 and receptions at eight. So, and to beat the Ravens, usually it's the slot. You can't yeah. beat the Ravens. He, he he's not going to eat against the Ravens if he's not playing against the slot. I mean, they could do that, but like I said, Logan Thomas runs a slot right now for the Washington football team. Yeah, he got 24 targets through three weeks too. Yes. I don't want to start him though because uh-huh. Hassan's just so bad. But hey, they're going to be down, man. So they might have to throw the ball. You never know. Yeah. Uh, I'm cool if I don't have to. Well, I don't know. Jonu was out there. Donna Jonu was out. Man, you might have to pivot, but I don't know. But he's probably picked up a lot of places. I I highly doubt that he's somewhere uh, just on the bench. Also, man, hey, he also has a questionable tag. Um, so he he has a a thigh injury right now. So if you go somewhere, go somewhere else. If not, throw him out there. That's that's your boy. Live and die with him. Yeah, the target, the volume is there. Um, next game we got is the Giants are at the uh, Los Angeles Rams, 47 and a half point over under the Rams are favored by 13 points. Uh, Jared Goff, 23 for 32, 321 yards, two touchdowns and an interception last week. The Giants have allowed the 11 fewest points to um, quarterbacks, but they've only faced 96 pass attempts. So that's probably why that number is so off. Uh, people are like running the ball down their throats. Um they are favored a lot in this game, the Rams, that is. I do have Jared Goff as a start in, like, super flex leagues, but not so much in one QB leagues. I think there are better options for him. I have I have Jared Goff as a start. He has been solid through the first three games. He got a um, quarterback grading of 90, which is fourth in the league, and the play action is helping him tr- tremendously. He's looking like that number one pick. Of the draft of 2016, you have to start him against this defense who have allowed eight yards per play to a depleted 49ers off week, offense last week. And on top of that, the Giants are horrible in coverage, and they are a decent running team. I think I would start – oh, I'll get to it when we get to the games. Um, but I don't know, man. I'm cool on him. Would you start – I'm cool on him. Would you start – You, you got to think. I, would start, I think I like Fizz Magic a little bit over – um. Over, over, over golf, yeah, you crazy. You live and die fix magic. Golf has been <laughs> tremendous. What I do you think, mean? I think the game script, bro, they could just run it, bro, once they that, get up by a lot because they, they favorite it. Okay, by, but he's the quarterback. I, I'm, more, I'm, more, I'm more worried about that from the wide receivers. But if he if they get up, he's gonna be a part of it. What do you mean? Yeah, bro, <laughs> Mullins for 343 <laughs> yards, bro. Right. What are you talking about? Giving up 123 yards on the ground. Um, Daryl Henderson, I think he's going to have a big game. Twenty. He had 20 touches last week for 114 yards and a touchdown. I think they're going to feed him. Clearly, he's the hot hand, man. I think that's. I think that's what the ball. I, I mean, you can start Jared Goff then. You can start. I'm not saying you can. You have to sit him. I'm just saying I think they're better options than Goff this week. Hey, did you know that Jared Goff is like the most efficient quarterback right now? He's he didn't. He didn't know that. He, he didn't listen. I said he's got a quarterback grade of ninety, which is fourth in the league, and he still said pivot. Don't listen to Gay. You got Jared Goff. 
start this guy. You didn't say not starting, bro. You I did. Didn't. You said no, he's, he's sick. Just, he's not, I don't got him finishing. Who's better guy. options? Big Ben. Big Ben, 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 ben is out. Tannehill is out. Yeah, that's true. These are these are options. But I'm saying when you look at my rankings, <laughs> that's that's Jared Goff not in my top twelve. And if you ask me why should I start Jared Goff, it's gonna be twelve quarterbacks in front of him that you should start. That's what I'm saying. Not with this matchup with they allow they don't allow four TDs to wide receivers so far. So hey. I think it's a good matchup. They're gonna be efficient on the ground and in the air. Hey, I got a I got a cool stat for y'all, man, regarding the uh, Rams offense. They rank first in NFL rushing attempts, but Goff is still uh, throwing. He's throwing the ball thirty times per game, so they got first. They're ranking first in rushing attempts, and he's still throwing the ball thirty times a game. He don't understand their their offense is predicated off of play action, <laughs> so he, that's how they operate. Even though they run the ball, they're gonna pass too just to keep them on their toes. But head and next. Who you want to talk Cooper about? Cooper and Robert Woods. I think you can both start both of them. I think Cooper Cup will have the better day. He has the best matchup, um, according to PFF, against Darnay Holmes. Uh, he got 10 targets last week, but they were in a comeback game against the Buffalo Bills. I think he goes back to that five, six targets, a game that he's been averaging before, maybe seven. But, you know, just in this, like I said before, just go. I don't expect to be a lot of volume out there with the, um, the game script. That's just how I think. But, of course, you're going to start him. Uh, Robert Woods, I think he has a little bit of a harder matchup against James uh, Bradbury. He is second to Cooper Cup in targets with 20, uh, 21 to 18. But he's getting touchdown deodorant, so that's why he looks like – well, not looks like, but he's having a better season. Um, but, yeah, you can start both of them and Tyler Higby. Uh, on the other side of the ball – Hold on. I got temper expectations on Tyler Higby. You start him, but temper your expectation because the Giants have allowed – 10 of 17 passing, 10 for 17 passing yards, and no TDs to t- tight ends so far. I think that's wrong. I think it's supposed to be they allowed 10 catches for 170 passing yards and no touchdowns, two tight ends so far. Higby has declined in route running from uh, 22 to 17 to 16 from each week, but uh-huh. he's still ha- averaging the most fantasy points per route ran. So you still throw him out there, but temper ex- expectations because the Giants are doing well uh, yeah, yeah. on tight ends. Hey, hey, question, question. Hey, would you start Darrell Henderson over Kareem Hunt? Uh, yeah, he got like what? How many carries he got last game? He's yeah. gonna get close. He's to gonna that. get twenty carries. I don't think Kareem Hunt is getting twenty touches. Right. Okay. What about Mike Davis mm-hmm. over Kareem Hunt? Yeah, oh, I like this offense like much better. I think I got Mike Davis as oh. running back 13. He might even be running back 12. Oh, Mike Davis over Kareem Hunt? Yes. He had um, like – yeah. Tw- we'll get to that game. I'll tell you how many targets he – I mean, touches he had. Um, on the other side of the ball, Daniel Jones. Pretty much I got all Giants players at six. Uh, the only person I like is uh, possibly Tate. You can pivot his way with Shepard out. The Rams are good in pass coverage on the perimeter, but not so much in the slot where Tate is going to play. He's going to be matched up against Torrey Hill. He has allowed 20 of 22 uh, targets to be caught for 217 yards so far. And with all the injuries going around that we all know of and players sitting out due to COVID reasons, Tate is a safe bet for some wide receiver four numbers and some upside if they can score. But uh, everybody else, I agree with that. Ingram has not looked like this uh, for some reason. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, if you can find something but I think he's, not, he's outside of my uh, top 12 tight ends this week. So look, but listen to this. This key uh, stat, Ingram 
has uh, 20 targets with his seventh in the NFL for tight ends through three games, but he's averaging only 4.8 yards per those targets, bro. And the Rams are only allowing 0.46 yards per target's tight end, so definitely pivot, and I don't I don't know what's going on up there. They need to get Ingram going. That's what's wrong with the team. I'm super cool. Uh, on the ne- on the next game, we got the probably one of the game of the weeks. The New England Patriots are at the Kansas City Chiefs, a 54 point over under. So it's going to be a high scoring game. Uh, Sam Donald just is going on a crazy 50 yard touchdown run right now. That was wild. Yeah, I thought uh, he threw the ball. That's crazy. He said he ran it. <laughs> <laughs> Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City is favored by seven. Cam Newton, like he looked like Cam Newton out there. Speaking of Cam Newton, uh, Cam Newton, I got as a start. Uh, he's putting up, um, but I got him putting up a low QB one numbers this week. Um, but you hope he get those rushing touchdowns. That's what you're banking on. The Chiefs are allowing six point seven four yards per carry to quarterbacks, um, and they played Lamar Jackson and Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert had the most yards against them, and they gave up I think two two rushing touchdowns to quarterbacks. So I got well, of course you're gonna start Cam Newton. So I mean. Just hope with the, with that high over under that Cam Newton get in the shootout and it's not a whole. Well, I just don't think um, what's his name, Bill Belichick is just gonna let uh, Cam Newton not be able to compete. You know what I mean? The Patriots running backs. Um, I think Cam Newton is the Patriot running back because he's getting all the goal line work. The only one that I would start is James White. Um, if he's back, if James White is not, it's just getting so muddy back there with James White and Damian Harris and uh, Sonny Michelle and whoever else is back there. You know what I mean? I don't know who I would, if James White is there, I would start him. If James White is not there, I would start Race Burkhead. But if James White is there, I don't want to start uh, Race Burkhead. I know he was a big waiver wire target this week. Uh, Julian Edelman is seeing 51.5% of the team's air yards. That's first in the NFL. I think you were talking about your boy, uh, uh, tell Scotty Miller to uh, highlight your boy. Scotty! He averages seven targets a game. Uh, Tyron Matthew and Antonio Hamilton are combining for eight for 13. So they, um, they allow eight catches out of 13 targets, 105 yards, and that's no touchdowns to slot wide receivers. So I have Julian Edelman as a wide receiver two going into this week, but you can still start him. Um, Tyreek Hill has one of the best matchups for the week. I got him as a start. He's my wide receiver three. Sammy Watkins, he's um, averaging eight targets a game when healthy. Of course, he did uh, miss a little bit of the game, one of those first games. But he could see a lot of uh, Stephon Gilmore with Tyreek Tyreek Hill playing in the slot. and or But Stephon Gilmore usually likes to cover the best wide receiver, so you never know. Which one you think? You think he's going to cover uh, Gilmore or Watkins? Uh, you mean uh, Hill or uh, Watkins? Hill or Watkins, yeah. Uh, man, ah, I think they'll probably put him on – they'll probably put him on Watkins, bro, honestly. I think so, too. Yeah. Because he's more I so like the, on the slot. I think I think they're gonna move Tyreek Hill around too much for them to want to put. But they want to put Stephon Stephon Gilmore is one of the he is the best cornerback I think in the league. So I don't know. Um, but I got Sammy Watkins as the wide receiver three. Uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, of course. Travis Kelsey, of course. Patrick Mahomes, of course. On to the next game. The Buffalo Bills are visiting the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. I got to remember to say that now. 49 and a half point over under Buffalo. is favored about two and a half. The great white hope, of course, he's locked in the start, man. He could finish as the QB1 this week. Uh, Zach Moss is back. He's a full practice. Um, 
Devin Singletary had a big game last week, but like Carlos mentioned in the last episode, he got stuffed on the goal line twice last week. How do you feel about him? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to see, man. Uh, I don't know. We're going to see, man. We're going to see. Yeah, seeing him getting stuffed like that many times on, on – with that much to go is, is quite uns- it's unsettling, honestly, man. But I'm, I'm going to still throw him out there because if Zach Moss is out or if, if his snaps are reduced, then you got to you gotta throw Singletary out there, man. I feel like he's a low-end RB2 this week, man. A really good matchup. I think they're going to shoot it out. Um, as far as uh, Josh Allen, do be cognizant. Like, the Raiders are, like, they're pretty good at home when it comes to the pass. So it's like Josh Allen is doing his thing, but the Raiders aren't. No, they're not. They're not fucking around out there on defense in Las Vegas when it comes to the pass. Like John, Jonathan Abrams, and I'm actually. I, I guess it's a good segue to kind of get into it, bro. Because Jonathan Abram is like one of the best safeties in the league. And you mind if I go ahead and say who my city is, bro? For uh, mm-hmm. for this game, I, I would say if if you were looking at like a tight end, like maybe like what's his uh, Knox and um. And uh, oh, what's his name, ma'am? I'm sorry, bro. Any of the Buffalo's tight ends, bro. Basically, they're inconsistent. If I can't recall their name, there is no clear winner in it. Oh, it's Knox and Croft. You know what I'm saying? K and K, bro. And he's gonna be and uh, Knox is gonna be back this week. See, that's ugly. I think when they were playing, I think Knox had like sixty cents per uh, sixty cent percent snap rate and only had like one catch or he so. Got, he was getting like he got that 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 big touchdown. That's it. I mean, I, I guess. All three of the tight ends have scored in each three of these last games. And they're going against Jonathan Abram. Like I said, he's the best cover safety against the tight end position in the league, and that's not going to be happening. So go somewhere else. Do not start the uh, Buffalo Bills tight end this week unless you have to. If you have to, then go ahead. Most definitely. Uh, what do you think about the other side of the ball, man, for the Raiders, man? Well, you didn't uh, Stephon Diggs. You didn't talk about Stephon Diggs. I figured that's an automatic, man. Like he up against Trevon, uh, Trevon Mullen. He's only giving up a forty-six percent catch rate. I just think uh, you want to temp your expectations. Uh, but I'm excited. Is John Brown out? Is John he playing? Brown, he's full practice, so I think he's going to be a good start. Um, Cole Beasley. A lot of people were talking about him, but Cole Beasley is clearly. Um, I don't think he's startable now that uh, John John Brown is going to be back. Right. On the other side of the ball, though, Derek Carr, of course, I got him as a sit. Josh Jacobs as a start. Hunter Henry is who I want to talk about. He's seen nine targets uh, last week with all the wide receivers out. He has a plus matchup against Tyron Johnson, who's given up an 82% catch rate when targeted at. Uh, how you feel about him? Uh, Hunter Winfro. We're talking about Hunter Winfro. What did I say? You said Hunter Henry, who's actually is is quietly balling down there. And, uh, yeah, he just ain't got no touchdown. Yeah, that's it. He just ain't got no touchdown, but he's balling down there. But Hunter Winfro, like you said, man, through the first three games, he had 13 targets, 11 receptions for 142 yards, one touchdown, zero drops. He's averaging 12.9 yards per reception with a 6.5 uh, yards after catch and with a passer rating when thrown, when targeted of 137.8. Uh, he led all team in targets last week, like you said, with nine. Uh, especially with uh, Brian Edwards already being ruled out. Ruggs possibly looking like a long shot to play. Uh, he's a great, 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 great opportunity to operate out the slot, which has actually been giving the Buffalo Bills defense troubles all year. Buffalo has allowed the second most receiving yards, fourth most receptions, and most yards after contact to the slot wide receivers in the 2020 season. So 
look for Hunter and Winfro to go out here and do something. I already threw him in my lineup. I literally just picked him up in my ESPN league and I set him down in place for Terry McLaurin, bro. I did that, you know, that's cool. Cause I, I took, I took, I really swapped places with Tyler Boyd. I let him um, be my wide receiver too. And I took a chance on Hunter Winfro for my flex. Uh, it's a great opportunity for him to do it, man. Let's see if he catches in. If he does, then hey, join the Target's going to be there, man. Target's going to be there. Yes, sir. Darren Waller's going to eat too, man. That's for sure. Darren Waller, of course, locked in low to start. Yeah. Uh, next game, we got the Eagles are at the San Francisco 49ers, a low scoring game, 43 point over under the San Francisco 49ers, favorite by six. Carson Wentz, uh, 29 for 47, 225 yards, two interceptions. Last week. He did rush the ball for uh, nine times for 65 yards and a touchdown. Uh, but San Francisco is allowing the second fewest points to quarterbacks, and he's going to be without Dallas, uh, Dallas Goddard. I, man, Carson Wentz is a sit for me now at this point. Uh, and one QB leads, of course. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree, man. I got Aaron Rodgers over him right now, especially with Aaron Rodgers playing the Falcons. So. Aaron Rodgers is way over him. <laughs> Miles Sanders, 26 touches last week for just over 100 yards. He didn't get the touchdown. Of course, you're going to start him. I got. I don't want to start any Philly wide receivers. Uh, Sean Jackson doesn't look like he's going to start, and I just it's just nasty out there. Only other person I will start for the Eagles is Zach Ertz, and that's it. That, that is Zach Ertz and Miles Sanders. On the other side of the ball, Nick Mullins, uh, surprisingly, he's a streamable option for me this week, man. Uh, last week, he um, went 25 for 36, 343 yards and a touchdown. Uh, it's not a bad matchup against this Philly off, uh, secondary. Jeremy Kinnon is supposed to be back. Um, I got him as a running back, too, this week. The Eagles just a, is not a good team to run the ball against. They've only given up 106 yards per game. Jeffrey Wilson could also steal those goal line targets. I mean, goal line touches. So just be aware of that uh, when you when you see Jeremy Kennan back healthy this week. Um, Brandon Ayuk, eight targets, five for seven. He caught five of them for seventy yards, three rushes for thirty-one yards, and a touchdown. He's wide receiver in that wide receiver three range for me, man. He's playing that Debo role. Uh, I like him this week. I think you could plug him in. I agree with you, man. That was impressive, man. See him come in and do that. That was. That's pretty like impressive. That. Yeah, I want to see what are they going to do when Debo does come back, if he comes back. Yeah, like, there's no need to rush him back now, dude. Like, yeah, I don't think so. Debo probably want to rush back though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet he does, bro. George Kittle, uh, like like we mentioned, he's a full participant in practice, so he's locked and loaded. Uh, you know, tight end, top three of them, whichever one, however it goes. The last game, Monday Night Football. Are you ready for some football? This is what you're supposed to say, a Monday night party. Yeah, I had no plans on finishing that up. Not going to lie to you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Matt Ryan, man. Matt Ryan, of course, you're going to start him. I don't even want to talk about this. It's the 58-point point over under Green Bay is favorite. That's a lot of points. Green Bay, no defense. That doesn't mean it's going to be like, oh, man. Green Bay is favored by seven and a half points. This is, of course, is coming out before the Allen Robinson, uh, the Allen Lazard news uh, happening. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, how to over under uh, is affected by then. But Todd Gurley and Brad uh, Brian Hill uh, is, are the running backs. The Falcons are eighth in O line for yards created. That's like really horrible. Um, that's why Todd Gurley probably looking as bad as he does. The Packers are allowing five point three yards per yard carry though for running back. So this could be the game that he explodes. Uh rushing touchdown, the average in a rushing touchdown every 18 carries. Um so we know Todd Gurley is gonna get at least 20, I think. 
Uh, wait, did you say the Falcons O-line are eighth in yards per carry? No, eighth per yards created. That's not so, bad, bro. Top ten? No, 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 no. Like bad. Like not like not good on the bottom side. Like they're oh, not okay. good. They're not good <laughs> yards. Oh, top ten <laughs> in the wrong way. Okay. Yeah, they're not good yards at all, bro. It's really bad for them. Uh but Edo Smith is losing his touches, so that's a positive for Ty Gurley. Like uh me and Carlos argued. He should have recorded it, but we had a whole argument about like Edo oh, Smith yeah. touches. Um, that's why Todd Gurley is going to finish higher than Joe Mixon, but that's the end. Seventy-five percent of seventy-five percent of the Falcon touches, uh, Ty Gurley is getting inside of the 10, 10 yard line, so he's getting all of the money touches. Um, Brian Hill, I know he had the touchdown last week, but um, if he didn't have the touchdown, you probably wouldn't want to start him. But in this bad running back landscape, he's still just an RB three for me. Like you hope for one of those touchdowns again this week, but uh, Ty Gurley, I think this is the week that he finishes as at least top fifteen for me. Uh, yeah, man. Um, I don't know, bro. Knowing the Falcons, dude, like, I don't know if we're going to we, look, this is what we're going to do. We're going to come out. We're going to try to run the ball. Right. First two plays. First two plays might be a run. You know what I'm saying? They're going to play action. We're probably going to get like a first down. Then we're going to go three and out. And then the Packers going to go down the field. Scope. Probably going to get the ball back again. Probably going to three and out. They're going to get the ball back. Scope. Like, bro, it, it, it's not looking too good for like. If you're if you're banking on Ty Gurley getting receptions, this is gonna be the game. This will be the telltale game. If, if we're getting blown out, yeah. If we're getting blown out, bro, and Ty Gurley's not getting receptions, that you can pretty much end that whole argument with you and Carlos, bro. Because the Bengals are eventually going. Hey, look, we're gonna have to throw the ball to Joe Mixon. I never. My yeah, argument bro. was never the receptions, bro. It was the touchdowns. Ty Gurley's gonna score more touchdowns, and that's why he's gonna have more points. That yeah, sure, is the sure. argument. Yeah. Uh, Julio and Ridley, of course, Ridley, we don't know about his injury situation, but if he's if he's there, he's locked to low to start. Uh, Julio, uh, he's expected to start, so I like it. Um, Russell Gage, of course, I mentioned the uh, concussion uh, pro- protocol that he's in. He was limited at practice today. He's a starter if he's on the field. Um, just with this high over-under, it's going to be a shootout because the Falcons literally have nobody on defense. Um, any Falcon you have, start him. Um, that's starting. Um, that's what I would say. Yeah, straight up. Especially if it's, if he can catch the ball, like, yeah. blam. <laughs> blam. <laughs> if anything, man. Like, hey, hey, what do you feel? How do you feel about – Um, are we going over to the uh, Packers side? Have we ever done that? Side? No, I'm about to go on the Packers side right now, bro. Okay, cool. All right, let's get it. Aaron Rodgers, man, locked and loaded. Discount double checks. He's uh, 67. Man, he's going – he's about to go. <laughs> yes. Sixty-seven percent uh, completion rate, eight point four yards per attempt, nine touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, the Falcons uh, starting rookie wide rookie cornerback is out due to COVID uh, reasons. Isaiah Oliver is ass. Um, yeah. We have Kendall Sheffield who hasn't started a game this year because he's had a like some kind of foot injury, lower body injury, so he's going to be starting and he's hasn't started all year, so. That that just crazy what's about to happen, bro. Ricardo <laughs> Allen is not starting, so that's our starting safety. He's he uh he's not Keanu hasn't Keanu Neal hasn't been the same since since the time that he falls to play. Hey man, it's getting so bad, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Grady J was on the sideline last game, so I don't know if he's gonna play, bro. Uh Boyo Okaku, he had two fumbles against the Dallas Cowboys. He didn't play last game, so who knows what happened? <laughs> didn't play also last game. These are our starting uh, pass rushers, so they gonna also be out. Deion Jones shouldn't be playing middle linebacker, so. 
Hey, basically, long story short, man, who's ever breathing on the offensive side of the Green Bay Packers football team, play them, bro. Play them. I don't even know if is if bro Devontae Adams can come out there on one leg and still oh, put up a monster night in fantasy one day, bro. But yes. <laughs> but the oh, team is back door. <laughs> yeah, man. Like I said, I ain't even write too much else about like any other Packers. Like just anything that's packed. You guys a Packer jersey on? That's if, if if they have an offensive lineman. Who did who threw that? Patrick Mahomes threw a pass to an offensive lineman. So you know that could happen this game. If you can somehow play the back the backup right tackle for the Packers, bro. Play them, <laughs> bro. He might get a touchdown, man. But in all seriousness, though. um I think Robert uh, Tunyon is how you say his name. Uh, the weird thing about him, bro, he has the designation of a tight end and wide receiver on sleeper. So pick him up on sleeper real quick. The Falcons are second to dead last when it comes to covering tight ends. And you just heard Gabe break down the secondary for the – man, he just broke down the defense for the Falcons. The, the simple fact that Isaiah Oliver is still on the, the field. He's the, QB, he's the CB1 this week. He is the CB1 of trash, and he is on the field, bro. Whoever lines up against him, you can guarantee he's going to get a 20-plus yard catch. I, I kid you not. Like, if if I don't watch any other game in the league, I watch the Falcons, and please believe I break them down as if I was in film study with them. And it's terrible. It hurts my heart watching Isaiah Oliver still play for the Falcons, man. But, yeah, Robert Tunyon, a uh, little unknown name, in case you didn't watch him. The last was that Monday night against the Saints. He went, um, he played 62 snaps or 62 snap percentage. He went uh, five for five with uh, 50 yards and a touchdown. So, yeah, yeah, like I said, the Falcons suck. And just so happily, the uh, Saints are even worse against the Saints. I mean, against the uh, the tight end. So, that's cool. And they lost. So, Andrew, (laughs) (laughs) whatever. Jabri sucks. I was actually just looking at him, bro. He doesn't throw the ball down the field at all. Um, he only average. We said on last episode, he's he's literally last in a dot. <laughs> yeah, it's like five yards, bro. <laughs> crazy about that. Hey, he's playing catch on the football field. <laughs> My man is playing catch, bro. Backyard oh. catch. Oh man, that's hilarious. That's- uh, yeah, man, that's that's. Yeah, man, like I said, man, so that was the end of that. That's the last game of the uh, for the part two of this episode, man. Yeah, man, it was a blast, man. You know what I'm saying? We had some technical difficulties, but uh, glad to get this to y'all, man. One Good time for the culture. To- Good luck to everybody that's not playing me. Uh, yeah. Lame, did man. Not, did not buy Tuscaloosa mm-hmm. Internet. And, and don't do the Alabama. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you get, pulling for the damn tire. You from Georgia, bro. Never forget that. <laughs> Without further ado, man, that's it, man. Shout out to Los. Yeah, we out, man. Oh.